welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today to be here. We have a very special interview that we are doing uh, with uh, one of our favorite Hallmark actresses. We're talking with Sandy Sidhu. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm Rachel and Amber's here. Hello, everybody. Yes. And Sandy, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. What's the best what's the best hello reaction you've had from anyone in your podcast? Hmm. Best hello. I mean, honestly, probably you. <laughs> That's amazing. No one's thrown out a different language like bonjour. No. You're like, oh no, are we doing this podcast in a different language? No, no one's done anything like that. Okay. Uh, Paul, Paul Campbell was one of our favorites because he was, I think, our, only our second interview, and he, yeah. uh, he kind of, uh, he was sort of teasing Amber, which was fun because he knew <laughs> that was a fun one. Thank you so much for yeah, coming. We really appreciate it. So we like to ask all of our guests to introduce themselves and to share with us what inspired you to get into acting. Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, sorry, what was the first question? I just introduce yourself. Oh, introduce myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> right, that. Um, yeah, so my name's Sandy Sudo. I'm a Canadian actress that's been raised on the west coast of Canada um, in a city. I, I live in a city um, called Vancouver, which I'm sure most people are familiar with. I um, uh, What got me into acting? I have been artistic my whole life. I've been drawing ever since I was a kid. My mom said when I was three, I started picking up pencils and crayons and destroyed her house. I feel so bad about that. <laughs> uh, now that I have nieces and uh, nephews around me, I know the pain that my mom went through. Um, so I'd, it took me a while to get into acting, but I've been artistic my entire life. And it was always kind of my outlet. And then in, in high school, I was incredibly shy, like almost debilitatingly shy. And uh, one of my best friends told me to join theater kind of just to get me outside of my comfort zone. And at that time I was one of the top art students in my school. I was really big into painting and drawing and um, you know, Sailor Moon was this cartoon that was really mm -hmm. big back in the day. Yeah, and it was a very big influence in my artistic kind of preferences. But I'd never done anything in terms of theater or, you know, sh showcasing myself. It's always been pencil art, sketch art, painting art, uh, that sort of thing. I don't think anyone's described art like that before, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was 14 and I did I did my first ever production of something called, um, I'm sure everyone's familiar with, I'm acting like nobody has ever heard of anything theatrical. Um, I did West Side Story and I oh, joined oh, that's, Super Late. Oh, that small film, that small... Uh... That small production, you know. <laughs> it's, it's a few people have seen it, yeah. <laughs> but we joined really, really late. Everything had already been cast and the theater director was so kind. He cast us not as like, an extra because extras have already been cast literally this is no joke my my position was extra extra puerto rican girl <laughs> production <laughs> and we were over the moon we couldn't believe that we made the cut which is really funny and um i just remember my first experience being on stage and it was obviously in front of a large uh, a live audience um and i remember my only job the entire production other than being in the back singing the chorus was I got one moment to walk from stage right at the back to the front of stage left 
And I remember mm-hmm. when, I, when I did that and I looked out into the audience, I was electrified. It was one of the most incredible feelings I'd ever experienced in my life. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is this? <laughs> and, it was your um, major cross. It was your big moment. It, it, literally, that cross <laughs> is still one of the most special moments I have in mm-hmm. my career, which is pretty funny because it was just um, a walk <laughs> across yes. the stage. I didn't even have a line or... I, was, I wasn't even a focus of anything. Um, and that's kind of what created the bug. But at the same time, I still didn't know what to do with acting. It was just kind of a passion. And then uh, eventually I went to university and I had to quit theater because it was really demanding. I was in a science program. I, I thought I wanted to be a doctor, actually, because my mom's a nurse. And mm-hmm. I, had, I never thought the arts was anything I was going to pursue as a career. But I kind of got depressed. And I didn't know why. And then, you know. Um, long story short, I kind of re- had this epiphany that the arts was actually something I was supposed to do as a career, not as a passion. And when that flip switched, I kind of never looked back. Mm. So that's how I got into it. Yeah. That's, well, that's amazing. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, I, I'm the only one in my family that's ever pursued so far and ever pursued anything like this. So it wasn't intuitive for me. You know, it was very mm-hmm. confusing. I was like, uh, it wasn't normal. I come from a really small town um, off the coast of Vancouver on a city called Nanaimo on, on Vancouver mm-hmm. Island. And so people didn't really do anything like that in my friend group. So it took me a really long time to catch up with my own heart, I think. So, um, and it was terrifying. Oh my God, it was terrifying. For the first few years, I never called myself an actor. I was like, I'm just doing this thing because it was, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it it was, um, there's a lot of fear and judgment around pursuing something that's atypical. And so a a waitress slash actress on the side for to start or something like that. Well, I did it through school. I finished my degree. That was kind of the dealio for myself, actually, um, Mm. because I never like to quit anything. But yeah, I mean, the stereotypes are all there because it's the the acting is all it's it's difficult. You know, there's a lot of lean years when you're first starting. Well, not necessarily. Some people get the thing about acting is there's no rules. Like you'll have someone will literally be like, "It was my first audition and." Now I'm Jennifer Lawrence, um, but mm-hmm. and those and that's great. Everyone has their own path. To ask, I'm a huge anime animation fan, and oh yeah. So, which uh, which of the um, Sailor Moon girls is your favorite? <laughs> I was always very um, partial to Sailor Mars. Oh, and Serena, yeah. and yeah. Luna. Yeah, I was I was a big Sailor Moon dork. Huge. Like I yeah. I was the type of girl that had. Um, the Sailor Moon bedspread. I've oh. never admitted that in my life. I've actually never admitted that in my life. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty major. Like it was, I was yeah. really easy to shop for my aunts and all my relatives. They all knew what to get me. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I really like the Sailor Moon. Uh, what was lot. yours? Who was your favorite sailor? Um, I don't know. I like Mercury quite a bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think she's probably my favorite. The introspective sailor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all really great. I'm really yeah. excited because they're going to have uh, the R and S movies. Uh, they're going to um, be airing them in uh, the, I think the end of July on the big screen. So okay, wow. The, Sailor Moon on the big screen. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Because they did it last year, just um, Sailor Moon R, 
and I missed it. And so now I get to see both of them. I wish they were doing the whole series, the whole trilogy, right. but it was three hours. So I understand why yeah. they yeah, are. That's really cool. You know, it's interesting. I, I look back and I'm like, huh, I, it's cool. It's great that I loved a show that was so female empowered, you know, yes. women saving the day. I was like, well done, Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it really is. And it's not like they keep the characters fairly innocent. I think uh, they're not like, I don't know, sexualized or, or, you know, they're, they're just like really positive and fun. And uh, I know it's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. They had strong morals and values. And I always, yeah. I always like those shows that mm -hmm. um, kind of trigger just, yeah, just integrity in, in, in situations in life. Yeah, kind of fill those valleys, which is why I guess we all watch those those kind of shows. <laughs> yeah, I also uh, love musical theater, so we've got all kinds of connections. And I, I, uh, I was just curious, uh, what are some of your like, what are some of your favorites that you've either seen or been in, or is that something that you that in musical theater specifically? Yeah, theater, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I love musical theater it's so it's such an exhilarating experience to be a part of it i had the opportunity to see hamilton live in san francisco and that blew me away yeah. i was in tears at the end of that show i under yeah. completely understood why people yeah. are have lost their minds i saw it this year as well mm -hmm. i here in utah the touring company and i agree i i, I thought is it really gonna live up to the hype yeah yeah it, it did it did yeah it yeah. was so it and it it made me actually want to be on stage again for musical theater it was it had that effect I, I i could see any kids watching that show they just inspired a whole generation to get into musical theater because mm -hmm. it was the acting the dancing the singing the storytelling mm -hmm. there was nothing that was stronger than the other in that production it mm -hmm. it, it, it was they were all masters mm -hmm. at what they did and I was just and the story itself of mm -hmm. Hamilton and the way that they told it it mm -hmm. was breathtaking yeah. I feel so so lucky to have seen it yeah agreed yeah yeah they they had just enough of sort of the hip-hop style for it to be novel and fun without and enough of the the Broadway sound to still feel like a Broadway show yeah it was it, it was incredible yeah. yeah so I'd say that one really it, it, it's one of the most incredible performances I've ever seen in my life yeah in high school uh I, I ended up doing um Bye Bye Birdie oh yeah. yeah my sister did that actually it's a fun one it's a it's really a good one, one. For I feel like they do Bye Bye Birdie like once every five years. <laughs> every Everybody just does it. That's so true. Oh my God. That's hilarious. That's exactly what my high school did. That's, well, that's it's, funny. It's such a smart one for high schoolers to do because it has tons of teens in it. And like, I think for high school, you want to have shows that have like as many, uh, you want to have as many uh girl parts as possible well, girl parts as possible and also just like group scenes as possible because you have just as many people to be able to participate as possible and um and like my sister in her high school they did into the woods which is a great show but it it really doesn't it, you know like the cast is more limited so that just limits the number of people that can participate and that's not as fun it's true yeah i never thought about it 
like that. But yeah. When our high that. school did Into the Woods after I had left, our drama teacher added like every other fairy tale characters that she could think of in like just the background as chorus. So like, oh, that's good. There were like a bunch of people who were like Goldilocks and the Three Bears and like they did Into the Wow. That's an ambitious. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I know. It's very, we're a very ambitious high school and junior high. I can tell. We did Les yeah. Mis in junior high. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and we did, my senior year, we did Joseph of, and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. That's a fun And we one had over a hundred kids in our production. Wow. Your theater wow. director clearly, <laughs> this is their jam. Yeah. We, uh, and I'm so jealous. That's so good. That's they so redid great. our high school, and the like auditorium now is amazing. Don't you and, hate like, that the when theater... you leave and then they dance <laughs> it up right after you go? Yeah, and like the theater, and you're like, are you serious? They have yeah. now like an entire underneath of the stage where they can like elevator up extra sets, and like our back, like our backstage was like five feet back in, when I was there. So now they have like so much more sets, and it's ridiculous. But that's great. So I love know. it. I love it when now in these, like, that they're still continuing to invest in the arts and not actually mm -hmm. cut funding, you know, because it's, I feel like every, every time I open up a news article, they're cut, cutting funding to mm -hmm. the arts in high schools. So it's, it's good to hear that. Yeah, I think, um, I think musical theater, especially in Utah, is a really big deal. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Right? Would you say, Rachel? Yes, definitely. I mean, I didn't grow up here, so my high school experience was different. But yeah, um, but yeah it's really unique here in Utah because uh, just from the very, when Brigham Young first settled here, one of the first buildings they actually built was a theater. And oh, so, it's wow. just, and you know, and we have Tabernacle Choir. We have, we have a legacy of performing as part of uh, dance, music, theater. And um, so mm -hmm. like, every like in 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 the town that i grew up in in maryland there it was a pretty big it was like thirty thousand people or whatever in the greater area that i lived and we had one local theater that uh that was uh that people could go to or whatever here there's like so many live theaters it's amazing and they're all super for the most part they're all pretty high quality and it's just a really great place to live if you, uh, if you want to, if you want to be into that kind of thing. I love we, that they develop the arts culture yeah. there so strongly. That's really great. And we have more national parks than any other state. So. Okay, sounds like Utah's got it figured out. Preserving <laughs> nature, keeping up with the arts, like these are all things we want in a society. But like <laughs> the Great Salt Lake is smelly. Just <laughs> right. <laughs> So it's all these pros to offset the con of the smell. Yeah. I mean, it's not pervasive. It's just fair. I don't, yeah. And I guess, I used I to, guess people don't realize we had a whole conversation about the lake prior to the symphony <laughs> starting. Well, <laughs> like, why are they so judgy on the smell of the lake so quickly? I just, I feel like it's something that just needs to be mentioned. Because if you're yeah. prepared for it, it's not that bad. But yeah. I just know there are people who were like, went to the Great Salt Lake and they were just so disappointed because of that. Like, I just want you to know. <laughs> also, you have to get used to like family friendly life because like here, I swear, like everything closes down at like 1030. You're like, 
Oh, that's like Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, that's like Vancouver too. I mean, you try to go into a restaurant, it's like 9.45, and they're like, we just closed 10 minutes ago. You're like, yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, we're not Vegas. <laughs> no, no. But that's why Vegas is Vegas, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Very hoping someday that Hallmark will do a musical. Ugh. Oh, yeah. That would be Ugh. so much fun. It would be so amazing. Yeah. I mean, technically, they did Dear Dumb Diary, but that doesn't count. Okay. I haven't seen that. I mm. mean, it's, it was a kid's show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I said that. <laughs> <laughs> so your first role for Hallmark was in the All of My Heart sequel. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. So what was that, was that like? Oh, it was a quick... It was a quick um, time on set with me. I had a scene with Lacey Chabert, who's so sweet. She's one of the nicest people in film. I actually, I've met with, I've actually worked with a lot of great, kind, talented people. Uh, she's one of them. So warm, so professional, so considerate, so normal. You know, she's uh-huh. just, um, yeah, she's she's wonderful. And actually, we had met, we had already met prior to in LA we were both auditioning for the same part and we remembered each other so it was really funny when I when I came on set I was like Lacey we've met she's like oh my god we totally have um so that was yeah that that was a a quick day on set it was kind of my intro into Hallmark land yeah but it was really nice Lacey is a dream to work with even though it was such a quick quick um shoot with her it was really really great she made she makes the day really really fun that's what we've heard from everyone who's worked with her oh yeah she's so nice so so nice yeah that's and I feel cool. like that's kind of a thing with the hallmark like if yeah you have to be nice otherwise they won't work with you <laughs> <laughs> well you just hope that you work with people and generally you do I mean the film industry funny enough kind of has this reputation of working with crazy people sometimes but it's really not that common to work with people that you don't enjoy working with mm-hmm. for the most part people are professional even if you don't say form a connection or authentic friendship which is you know that's something you can't control but for the most part it's people in the film industry are generally pretty pretty great to work with Mm -hmm. cool that's great that's what we like to hear especially about our we call them the queens of hallmark yeah i like to hear about our queens we don't want we don't want the royalty to get to their heads yeah, definitely. Well, Lacey's definitely not, one, definitely not one of those people. That's good. Um, so then you had more of a part in Frozen in Love. Yeah, I played Rachel Lee Cook's best friend in Frozen in Love. I played a publicist and um, it, that was actually one of the best filming experiences I've ever had. Yeah. Working with Niall Mater and Rachel, uh, it was actually just so special to me and the director scott smith and all the producers it was it was special it actually i told them it was reminiscent of my high school experience of my first production which i just told you was one of the most special experiences mm-hmm. that i've ever had uh frozen in love kind of had that same nostalgic really special experience for me it was wonderful and rachel like lacy um is just one of the most down-to-earth human beings you'll ever meet she is so considerate she's so curious about every crew member um every person on set she's just she's she's so special to work with and you know considering how successful she is 
and how grounded she is. It's so, it was so nice to see that and to work with her. And she's, um, yeah, she's a friend and she's, she's, she's wonderful. Was she a producer in that movie? She was, yeah. It was her concept. She came up with the movie, which is why I was so grateful to be a part of it. She had always wanted to make this, um, this sports movie about love, you know, and um, have uh, a, a woman who was shy and worked in a bookstore and then brought in the theme of sports with Niall. So she had that movie tinkering around in her brain for a while. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was really something special to her to have that brought to fruition and to be able to actually see it on screen for her. I know it was really, it was really special for her. That's really cool. We enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think- loved I loved working on that film. I felt like there was a little chemistry between you, your character, and Madison Smith's character, Tyler. You know, and I wish there had been more saying, of that. People keep saying that, and we didn't realize it at the time. And then <laughs> one of my best friends watched the movie, and she's like, oh, I'm so mad that nothing happened between you and Madison. I was like, you're not the first person to say that. It, it was an unexpected... <laughs> thing that that wasn't planned for in the movie that I I ended up um yeah it was I was like well there's a frozen in love too yeah. who knows I was just gonna say <laughs> yeah. but really if there's a frozen in love too it better be all about you and Madison falling yeah, in love pre- that's all I'm that saying. would be pretty fun that would be pretty fun yeah Madison was great too it yeah. was it was that whole that whole production was very very special it was actually one of the few Hallmark's move Hallmark Christmas movies that was actually shot during the winter time mm-hmm. so I think that's why it had that really special I mean on top of the fact that we're working with really great people but it, it had that really nostalgic feeling because we were literally shooting it in the winter and we mm-hmm. shot it and we shot the winter outdoor scenes in a town in a snow town called Revelstoke way up north BC and so we didn't have to really use a lot of our imagination except actually funny story there was no snow the day we tried to shoot the snow so they had to create snow in the snow town i felt really bad for the producers <laughs> yeah but, but they know how to make fake snow that's yeah, their <laughs> got it down uh yeah but that's one thing i liked about all the winterfest movies is that they all felt like cold and they all felt there was just like a sense of place it's like absolutely hallmark does that really well they really know how to establish a sense of place yeah it's like shoot more at whistler it works yeah (laughs) the set design the locations in hallmark are just as important in the stories as a story themselves and they really do in every single movie an incredible job of creating a real life and character to the landscape of every movie Mm yeah yeah sometimes they they reuse stuff so we like to joke that there's like a hallmark cinematic universe i can like yeah the the same gazebo is is uh you know for your like the same thing we even found there there was a a pair of earrings that were in multiple countdown so funny (laughs) these snowflake earrings and there were a couple other little things like that that we were like ha this is that is hilarious (laughs) yeah uh, but anyway, it was, it was fun. And uh, so, yeah, so you um, were in this most recent with the Wedding Marsh movie. Yeah. And I'm not even lying. This is not hyperbole just because we're interviewing you. But you and Andrew Walker were my favorite things about that movie. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> That's really amazing to hear. Thank you. Yeah, because... 
I, every time you were on screen, you were just positive and fun. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you just brought some energy and some life to what is not our favorite franchise. We're not going to lie. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so great that you tuned in to watch then, despite the fact that you, you know, it's not your, it's not your preferred favorite. We're well, supportive and we always want it to be better. Like we just, you know, we <laughs> want to like it. Yeah. Oh. We want to like it more. We want. Yeah. <laughs> what is your, what is, I'm just so curious. What is your favorite franchise? Uh, oh. Probably the Darrow and Darrow is, oh, yeah. or Sign Still Delivered. I mean, it's tough oh, to compete Do you with know those. that, uh, here's a little fun trivia fact. Crystal Lowe is my, my closest best friend in life. Oh, no, really? we did not know that. We yeah, love her. That. Yeah, Rita, she is, um, she's like family to me. She's one of my best friends. Well, feel free and to And I was actually her. there the day she found out, the moment she found out she booked the role. No was way! With, yeah, she was with me. Oh my gosh. Well, feel free to tell her. I just want to, I'm just imagining how much fun that was. It was, you know what? You're right. It actually was so much fun. We actually jumped up and down screaming. (laughs) Well, feel free to tell her about the podcast. I will. I will. Not a good word for us. But no, I mean, we try to watch everything and we, uh, I mean, it's always fun, even if it's not like our favorite, we still enjoy it. And, um, and uh, but I thought you were a real standout in it. And uh, I liked your chemistry with Merritt Patterson. Was that fun to work with her? Oh, yeah. She's she's so funny. She's awesome. She's like, she's just like the character you see on screen. You know, she's uh-huh. really, um, she's, it's funny. She's kind of a, I wouldn't call her a tomboy, but she's just, she's really cool. Merritt's mm-hmm. really, really cool. Like she's really sassy and fun. And it was, yeah. uh, it was easy working with her. So I have to ask. So there was the two wedding dresses. Yes. There was the one that she picked first originally. Mm -hmm. And then the new dress. Did you like the new dress? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. But you know, being the being a supportive best friend, you just want to see her happy and I think uh, Lena just wanted to see Abby really happy so it's that I mean weddings are so high emotion in in life and so you you just want to know that despite your personal preferences if the bride is happy then you just kind of hold your tongue as best as you can and just you know try to offer as much clarity and understanding so that they can make the best informed decision despite your feelings but yeah it was her original dress was definitely so much more suited to her personality Mm -hmm. i mean we agree (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it was so odd it looked like a swimsuit on top to me i that's so funny (laughs) i didn't like it but uh, we're like good choice merit good choice picking the the right dress And, I think and the funny different. thing is, is like my sister just got married um, and it was, I, I kept joking on set at the time with, um, with everyone. I, it, the onset joke was that, so Lena, the best friend in the movie, and it wasn't said in the film, but it was written by the writers that she's an actress who's a maid of honor mm-hmm. in, in this movie. And in real life at that time, I'm an actress and I was maid of honor to my sister's wedding that was coming up, I think a week after that movie wrapped. Mm-hmm. 
so it was so real time for me filming this movie and the emotions of a real wedding. And it, it, the stakes are super high and all these little decisions that you make and, and the self-doubt, those were all really accurate. So um, it was easy for me to kind of jump into the reality of what would be going on in that, in those, in those moments leading up very closely to, to the big day. Yeah. yeah. Well, and she just needed somebody to, to kind of rem- like be her advocate and reminder, like, cause she was giving into all these suggestions from the sister-in-law and she needed somebody to be like, what do you want? What do you like? Yeah, and you exactly. And self-doubt is so common in, yeah in moments of our lives, regardless mm-hmm. of what situations they may be. And it is really hard sometimes to kind of have proper perspective when something means a lot to you and you aren't quite sure of your place. And for someone like Abby, she's, she's a fish out of water. She's injected into this, this um, landscape of the, this, this extreme wealth that she just is so unfamiliar with. And she just wants to make yeah. a really good impression. So, you know, things that you're really certain on at one moment can kind of get thrown for a loop when you're just trying to, to get perspective again, you know? So mm-hmm. that's where I come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, it is so much fun for me to play those roles. It is so, so much fun. I had a great time. And the director, Peter DeLuise, he was mm-hmm. a riot to work with. He's, he's one of the most, he's one of the funniest directors I've ever worked with. He had me laughing all day. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I, I mean, I can't imagine how he wouldn't be. <laughs> oh gosh. He is so funny. He is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he makes some of the best Hallmark movies. He's. Oh, incredible. he's so talented. Yeah. 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 He's, he shows up every day. So dedicated. So, um, so focused and yet so lighthearted at the same time, which mm-hmm. is the best environment to be in. And Scott Smith actually had that kind of energy too. He was really just so kind and generous every day and frozen in love. And those environments are really important mm-hmm. as an actor. Mm-hmm. Kind of helps you to thrive. And the one thing Peter said to me is, you know, be have that freedom to to express however you want to with on this film. And I was like, really? <laughs> okay. And so uh, Lena's energy really got to come out thanks to Peter. Yeah. So were you in any scenes? You were in scenes with Andrew Walker, right? Oh yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to remember. <laughs> um, what is, I would like to work with him. Oh, so, so great. Day one, uh, we found out that um, he actually owns a juice store in LA. Mm-hmm. And the last, I go back and forth to LA and the last time I was there, the very last store that I went to was his juice store. And that was really funny. I was like, oh my God, I've been to your store. He's, <laughs> he is such, uh, he, he's so talented. I don't know what to say about Andrew. He, he's got his hands in so many little different pockets in life. He's so inspired. He's so on the go. He is, uh, he's got this an incredible family. Uh, he's, he, he, was pretty, he was on his way to filming the next Hallmark movie that he produced he is so he, he andrew is incredibly inspiring to work with and uh yeah we had a great time i have nothing but great things to say about andrew he's yeah. he's awesome we like to call him the king of hallmark oh really yeah well, I, know this. I mean he's he's earned it but <laughs> so next Paul time Campbell I, is still next time I the see king him, of my i'll heart. have to call him king of hallmark <laughs> yeah 
Him and Paul Campbell are the king of Hallmark. And oh. you, you have worked with Paul Campbell on Pregoland. So. Yes, I have. Yeah. So it all comes back to Paul Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Paul in a long time. Um, but, the, you know, the Canadian film industry is really small, so I'm sure I'll be bound to run into him at some point or another. But, yeah, Pregoland is such a great time as if well. You, if you really want, we could send you a picture with Paul Campbell's face on it. I mean, oh my sure gosh. With Paul Campbell's <laughs> face on it. <laughs> I suspect this means that you have a, uh, a wee crush on Paul Campbell. Is this correct? Pretty I mean, much. it's not like a crush. <laughs> it's just like, he's my favorite person. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's a really, he's a really gentle person. He's really, um, he's really quiet on set when you work with him. He doesn't really um, ask for a lot of attention. He's, he's really, just really, really, I don't know. He's a very, <laughs> I don't think any man wants to be called a gentle soul, but he is <laughs> like, he's just, he's, he's very secure in himself and he just, he just doesn't cry for a lot of attention. He, yeah, on working with him on Pregoland was really nice. Every time I was around him, I just felt calmer because I'm very high energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pregoland was a good movie, but I don't know how Hallmarky it is, but I really liked it. Oh, yeah. It's got its own spunk, its own kind of um, tone to it. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. not Hallmark, but it was <laughs> <laughs> so getting knocked like, off. Hallmark people, you'll love it, but I yeah. loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was fun. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. We just really, we, he was one of our first interviewer interviewees as well. So he'll always have a special place in our heart. Oh, that's wonderful. Paul Campbell, you mean? Yeah, Paul, Paul Campbell, Campbell. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> and then we did, and we also did just get to interview Andrew Walker too. Yeah. So. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. That man Very, is so busy. He's so busy. I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, everybody, it's amazing. I mean, they make like, I don't know, just how fast they make these movies. And uh, it's pretty impressive. We like to do just some, we got to close off an interviews with some silly questions. Sure. Uh, if you have a, if you have a minute that, uh, uh, I don't know, we call them the teen beat questions, which are uh, just sort of fun, silly, get to know you a little bit better questions. Oh, sure. Yeah. All right. And I'm in charge of those because Rachel's in charge of all the fancy questions. <laughs> what you're saying is she's in charge of watching the door to make sure your cat doesn't come back. Yeah. <laughs> like, Stay out. Okay. Um, so the first question is, what is the best ice cream flavor? Ooh, these are good questions. Um, I would have to say it's um, bubblegum. Mmm. We haven't had a bubblegum person yet. Yeah. That's very fun. It is very fun. <laughs> or classic <laughs> vanilla. Or classic vanilla. Nah, stick with bubblegum. It's way more exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then um, what is your favorite color? Red. Mmm. Okay. Very and on brand. <laughs> you say, on brand on route to the christmas hallmark yeah movie. i said it's very on brand um and then what music are you listening to these days like what are you really into i listen to everything i'm a mishmash music person uh right now i'm actually just listening to uh spotify female jazz combo like compilation right now oh yeah, cool and then i'll very throw in cool break so <laughs> so i'm i'm the utter mishmash of music preferences 
<laughs> but I like that. That's how I am. So we're, yeah. we're best friends as far as music goes. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then what is your go-to date night food? Ooh. Ooh. So many, so many great questions. <laughs> um, you know, I just have to say really, this is going to sound so funny, really, really good gourmet pizza. Oh, that's a, that, that, no one said that before, but I act like that's the right answer. Brussels that's, sprouts. Oh, I don't know about Brussels, but like. No, but like Brussels sprouts really well done and then like a okay. small salad. Oh, right, right. I, do you like it with a real thin crust? Like in yes. The oven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so if you come to Utah, there is this place called Cecilia Pizza. That sounds like I'm already going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's really amazing. Yeah. That's where you should go. If you ever come to Utah, because they hallmark films in Utah sometimes. It's a place where people yeah. film or well, that's a, maybe that's you'll a great do an independent film, film that goes to Sundance, you know? Yeah, totally. No, that's the thing about the film industry. You literally don't know where you're going to be. But yeah, downtown Salt Lake, Cecilia Pizza Kitchen. It's Good to know. amazing. Yeah. very fancy too we were talking to fiona Gubelman and she said that you know, she literally got the call and she's like on a plane to Rome uh, to ireland before she knew it just like the <laughs> like the next day or, or yeah days, i had a yeah. friend who oh. just uh i have a friend who just shot a hallmark movie in ireland yeah yeah see so you never know you, you could don't either know. be ireland or utah <laughs> exactly <laughs> Both sound good to me, to be honest. Like, honestly, with what I've learned about Utah in this conversation, I'm so down. I didn't realize this was going to become a travelogue for Utah. <laughs> well, it has. 100% it has. I, it's unfortunate that the whole conversation before the interview wasn't actually taped. Well, People would have I mean, learned a lot about Utah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then the next one is go-to date night activity. Oh, you know... I really love bowling. Oh, you're so great. <laughs> I really love bowling. That's Are such you a, fun a great activity. bowler? I'm horrible. Actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm depending on the day. It's usually if, if I were to go bowling, this never happens, but say I go bowling like five times in a row, it'll be like horrible, horrible, horrible. I beat everyone. Horrible. Mm-hmm. It's, you just don't know what you're going to get. What, do you know what your high score is? No, I don't. I have really bad. The thing for me is I have an exceptionally bad memory. Uh, it's I've just always been like that. My I have to like journal everything, or I just forget. It's really good because I have really incredible relationships with people because I forget if someone's about me. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember one time I saw someone. I was like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" And a friend of mine's like, "That person really hurt you." I'm like, "Oh, I totally forgot." <laughs> <laughs> so. So yeah, you don't hold a grudge. You just also don't. I don't. Know I don't hold a grudge. Was. Yeah, I don't hold a grudge, but I can't remember where you know my keys are. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, holding a grudge is way—it's way more damaging than not being able to find your keys. So you're good. You're good. Right. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing about let go and forgive is like I don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then the next question: dogs or cats? 
Oh my gosh. You know, it's so, I, I, I'm sorry. The answer for me is so 50, 50. I love dogs, but I also grew up and I had a cat. I totally understand the dog argument. I totally understand the cat argument. I love both 100%. I, I'm, I can't like, I'm, I cannot say one or the other. That's a very judicious response. I can't, I can't it would be a it crime. It would be a crime <laughs> if I said I preferred one over the other. It'd be a lie. It would be a blatant lie. <laughs> I understand. Like the thing about dogs is, if we're going to break it down, dogs just are like <laughs> perpetual love. Like I actually have a theory that if you are a perfect human in life and if you're like, if you believe in that Buddhist mentality and you reach nirvana and you, you are like this incredible soul on this planet, your gift is you come back as a dog. Mm-hmm. Ideally as like a golden retriever in a middle-class home. Like I think, <laughs> I think that is like the epitome of like a joyous life is like a dog. So I think that, that they are actually like the highest species on this earth because they are just like pure love. Um, the thing about cats is that you have to earn their love, which is so rewarding, you know, like they are, like my cat was an asshole. He just, if he, can I say that? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But he was so like, why are you being so needy right now? But if I was feeling down, he'd come up and be like, you're not in a good mood, are you? Fine. Here, I'll let you pet me. Like he was so, I love my relationship with my cat and he, he always acted like he didn't need our love or attention, but he'd always be with an eye shot. Like, he'd be like, I don't need you guys ever. I don't need you humans. But he'll always be with an eye shot of, like, our vicinity. Like, he'd always need to see us. And I'm like, <laughs> you love us. You don't even know that you do, but you love us so much. And he'd always come at night and like curl into bed so there's something really rewarding about a cat's affection you know so yeah I'm, like you you've like when a cat likes you you're like well basically i'm the best at this exactly <laughs> dog likes, yeah you're like well obviously yeah exactly with the dog you're like don't you have any self-respect you love everybody <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think both animals are great yeah all okay. right we'll let it, we'll let it slide <laughs> All right. And then the next question is beaches or mountains? Well, Vancouver has beaches and mountains. Um, I'd say beaches. Excellent. That's Rachel's opinion. Good choice. Uh, There's (laughs) nothing I love more than going to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Even more than Hallmark. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm the same way. I'm an island child. I grew up going to the beaches. So I'm totally. Yeah. I always need to live near the water. Yeah. Yeah, I miss it. I miss the ocean. I mean, we have lakes here, which are are good, but I miss the ocean. Not the Great Salt Lake. The other ones. Yeah. Other lakes. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. <laughs> you can actually swim in without being in pain. Yeah. The thing about the Great Salt Lake, though, is because it has such a high level of salinity, it's way easier to float. That's really cool. Yeah, it does. You do float. That's true. <laughs> and then the next one, fancy ball gown or sweats. Oh my God, 100% sweats. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I mean, fancy ball gown, fine, I guess, but sweats all the way. That's yeah. the answer. I'm the person where if I have to go upscale, I will throw it on literally a minute before I have to leave. It is <laughs> my last priority. <laughs> yeah. It is my last. I don't know why. It's, I think it's because I grew up, the one really great thing about growing up in um, an Indian culture is we're really big into bold colors and 
and dresses and decor. And since I was a kid, I've gone to hundreds of Indian weddings and mm-hmm. um, we get dressed up to the nines, to the nines. So I'm kind of, I guess, spoiled because I grew up being like poo-pooing it all. I'd be like, no, mama, I don't want to go in this extravagant dress to the <laughs> wedding again. <laughs> you know? But really it's... Um, the, 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 the amount of detail and decoration, it's astounding. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, it's one really incredible thing about our culture is we do know how to dress up. So I kind of am, uh, I guess, uh, it's my spoiled sense of myself where I'm like, I don't want to, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is totally yeah. random, but have you seen the Bahubali movies? No, no, oh. I haven't. You got to see them. They're totally wackadoodle insane. What are they? They're, they're, um, they're actually Tollywood, I guess. They're not Bollywood, but they're Tollywood. Okay. Uh, movies uh, that, uh, that I got into last year. They, they came out with Bahubali 2 last year. Oh, fun. Of incredible costumes and oh my gosh and dresses yes. and saris yeah. yeah yeah so there's this the, it's basically like the son of this king who is then like it's kind of like he's kind of like moses out of out of there and then this there's this um uh this half brother who takes the throne and and then he has to come back and 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 save that sounds like uh, every every bollywood movie i've watched and there's this uh <laughs> there's of course there's like romance and there's these amazing songs and like all the action is super over the top and bloody and ridiculous but it was well that's the best thing about bollywood films they are so passionate and yeah so um they're just so bold you know they have and the the storylines are always so so dramatic like that and breaking the song there's so much fun so the thing here's a really cool thing about bollywood films um the reason that they're so long long. is because, you know, when you are um, in the the, uh, Indian families are really big households, typically lots of people running around, lots of kids running around. It's just, it's um, loving chaos all the time in a big Indian household. So there's a lot of distractions. So Bollywood movies are really big because you need to be able to grab your kid, make dinner, clean, organize all the stuff, and then still yeah. tune into the movie and be like, what's happening now? And, it, and still have it be entertaining. Isn't that yeah. neat? Yeah. yeah. Bahubali 2 is over three hours and I was completely entranced the entire time. It was so entertaining. It was so over the top. And like, there's so many movies in from from uh, i love i love bollywood films there's so many movies from america that are just like they're spectacle but they all look the same and they all feel the same and so this was just like oh now they're gonna burst the song and now they're like fighting and there's like someone losing their head and it was like so fun it was so entertaining to me it was just like i love i love that you just said and then someone just lost their head, and it yeah. was so entertaining. I was <laughs> doing a Hallmark podcast. This yeah. is. <laughs> and there's this guy named Prabhas. Prabha, I'm probably saying his name. Prabhas. That was so great as Bahubali. Yeah. He like comes back to avenge the throne against his evil brother and half brother, and so it's kind of Lion Kingy too. And it was oh just yeah great. And there's this scene where like. The, the the mother like holds the baby up to like the gods it, it was so i'll have to check it, have to check it <laughs> yeah. out yeah you definitely have to the first one 
the story is makes almost no sense but i was super entertained i but love like, that you watch bollywood films it's really cool it was see, this was my introduction so that's part of it oh, wow. but the the um the first one the music is better and this the song and dance sequences are so good the second one the music isn't quite as good but the story like makes more linear sense oh <laughs> right <laughs> that's so funny so, so funny. you take and you get but uh yeah. but they're both i don't know i just was so entertained it's so over the top that you should definitely check it out okay i will thank you for that recommendation if you have netflix they're on netflix oh i do and yeah. i shall yeah. <laughs> anyway sorry random no i love that i love that you that that's a movie that you recommended yeah. to me i think that's really cool well let me know what you think when you see it because yeah it is like super bloody but it's all just like so over the top that it's not like offensive to me at least like it's not like it's realistic yeah, yeah. and yeah i'll definitely i'll definitely check it out yeah <laughs> okay, good. i don't even know how we got here <laughs> Because you are in truth, it's because well, it's me and I do this. I have this effect on people. The reason why I have this effect on people literally, I'll be on set talking to people, and a crew member will walk by and you'll be like, What are you talking about? <laughs> I do appreciate that Hallmark is increasing in their diversity. You know, the fact that I'm being cast is yeah. something I'm so grateful for because, you know, you need all flavors to appreciate, yeah. to appreciate each flavor, you know? Yeah. Well, that's part of the reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast too, because I want to definitely encourage them to use you and people, uh, you know, use them more. Let's more. <laughs> well, and from what we have seen of you, you are very talented. Yes. So, Thank you. It, you know, diversifying your actors just diversifies your storytelling. Right. I 100% agree. And you, the thing is, that, the thing that I, I say is you can have good family values and still have diversity they're not disconnected from each other yeah, absolutely yeah i mean i think you should have diversity and it with family values network yeah it just makes sense yeah, because it makes sense like you know people exist. So, i think in this it, i just think in this day and age right now it's so important that we come from love and not oh sorry it's a loud sound outside we come from love and not um and more understanding mm -hmm. and more awareness mm -hmm. to realize that when we just know more about other people yeah. then the the whole fear factor and um in this yeah. climate right now global it, 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 once you understand something the fear goes away yeah absolutely. and so it's i think it's just, it is really good that they are making those steps towards that because it's you know we all come out as babies just loving without you know yeah. any understanding of what difference means but as we get older celebrating our differences and our different cultures just just makes you a more it just makes the world a more interesting place we're all meant to have our own preferences we're all meant to come into this world and have our mm -hmm. own our own thing you know and to celebrate that together yeah. i think is what is i think it's why we're all here and what it's all about i agree yeah absolutely what is your favorite holiday to celebrate actually it is christmas yeah I, it's so i mean i say this every time and it's just so true it's just so hard to compete against christmas yeah, yeah. spending time with the family you know eggnog snow <laughs> <laughs> these are all things you can't beat yeah. presents yeah 
Yeah. And just family time, you know, life is so busy. It's to have that time to just spend time with loved ones. You can't beat yeah. it. Family time, though, can be the most stressful part about Christmas. Oh, it absolutely can. And for some people, you know, and for some people, that time of year is the worst time of year mm-hmm. um, for a lot of people, actually. So I, I'm just, I say Christmas because I'm, I'm very lucky that I have a close family and yeah. there's a lot of love. I, I am so aware that there are families out there that do not have that, that opportunity for connection. So, uh, yeah, but at least we have we all, we always have Hallmark. You do. Christmas. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you absolutely do. Yeah. And that's why we watch them, right? They make you feel yeah. good. They they give you a sense of hope. And that's why we all watch them during Christmas holidays. So true. I, I just got to watch my first Christmas in July movie last night because I couldn't sleep. I was watching this one called Charming Christmas. And I'm like, it really is so charming. Aww, <laughs> so charming. That's so nice. <laughs> you're like accurate title (laughs) (laughs) all right and then this next one is gonna be tricky as it is for all canadians because they don't really have like the hallmark channel favorite hallmark movie oh you can pick one you've been in if you want Hmm. or one crystal's been in You know, actually, thank you for saying that because it is the first, uh, I mean, okay, does this count if I say it's the first pilot of the Signs Field Delivered yeah. TV show? That totally works counts. for me. Because that, that episode was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, I loved it. Yeah. Oh. Kristen in it was mind-blowing as um, in, that, in that episode and Crystal and everyone. I, I really loved that first opening pilot for Signs Field Delivered. Okay. I think that's a great answer. That's a great answer. We're proud of you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. <laughs> you, you have been a total delight, and we'll have likewise. To, thanks, guys. You guys have been a lot of fun. We'll have to have you on for our Bali Bali Two episode. Okay, <laughs> our review. All of us will yeah. channel it together. <laughs> we'll go through the movie play by play. Oh my gosh, it would be so fun. But um, if well, we went through the movie play by play, that would be like six hours. <laughs> right that's <laughs> true let's be real it would be 12 we'd have to break it up over like a week <laughs> <We'd rather. laughs> but anyway thank you so much for coming. yeah my pleasure my you pleasure thanks so much for having me and um i hope uh i hope the utah weather is keeping those salt level smells at a, <laughs> at a low oh no it definitely is it's only when it's like a weird windy Rainy, storm yeah, rain oh thing. okay yeah that we just smell it real bad but, uh, but anyway yeah uh but we'll look forward to seeing you in more things thank and, you uh, thank you so much guys and thank you for being the you and andrew walker for being the bright spot of of wedding march four. Oh, we really yeah. had, a had a blast watching you and uh, do you have social media that people can contact you reach out to you yeah, like I have the classic. So I am on Twitter. Oh my God, I'm actually Googling my Twitter handle. <laughs> my memory, I told you my memory is so bad. Um, okay, okay, so my Twitter handle is Sandy underscore Sidhu. And then my Instagram is Sandy Sid, S-I-D. So yeah, you can catch me Great. on both of those. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll have that in the description section if people want to follow Sandy. That would be great. Great, thanks and- guys. Uh, and uh amber where can people find you 
As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Great. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. And uh, thanks again. And make sure you're following the podcast at homework is pod on instagram and twitter and please put in your reviews on itunes and uh, we really appreciate it because it helps people find the podcast and um thanks again and we will hopefully talk to you again soon absolutely thanks guys hey. have a great day bye right, bye, bye.